welcome to The Fix, the podcast made for the trades, where we sit down with inspiring individuals across the trades to discuss their unique take on the industry, including career paths, job site stories, overcoming challenges, and everything in between. I'm your host, Catherine, a marketer here at Odie, with my co-host and friend, Doug, one of Odie's resident experts in all things trades. The Fix is more than a podcast. It's a community, a community built to support tradespeople and inspire the next generation of essential pros. Let's start the conversation. Thanks everyone for joining us today. Good afternoon. Today we are doing our first recording live at the Wet Show in Indianapolis. And I have two special guests with me today. First, my friend and all-star ambassador, AKA the Littlest Plumber, AKA Daniel Brown, AKA Twig. <laughs> Thank you very much. It's, uh, it's pretty incredible to see you guys. Uh, all the ones I met last night and the ones that I'm about to meet. Um, it's my first time at WET and my first time co-hosting co yeah. my podcast. So uh, very much looking forward to that and getting to hear about Chris and his story. And uh, thanks again, you guys. You're quite literally the best. <laughs> so without further ado, our guest today is a local celebrity uh, here in Indy and on all things <laughs> trades who is doing some amazing work we want to tell you about today to support the next generation. So welcome Chris Price, the president of Indiana Construction uh, Roundtable Foundation. Thank you so much. Yeah, so really glad to be here. Yeah. All right. So Chris, tell us a little bit about your journey and what has gotten you to this point. Yeah. So um, I'm here local from Indianapolis. Uh, kind of grew up in the construction industry. I had a lot of uh, family who, who always worked in construction. And uh, actually my path, I started out as a civil engineer. Uh, actually kind of working in sales as a, as a manufacturer's rep for a while. But um, in 2008, I made a shift over to the nonprofit side uh, as the executive director for the Indiana Construction Roundtable, which is really a group that was focused on the construction owners, like your, your major facilities, your major hospitals and universities and things like that. But then uh, they would facilitate dialogue with the whole industry. In 2015, we started a, uh, our foundation, which was really committed to workforce development. And uh, uh, yeah, it's been, I, I've, I've had a blast ever since making that change. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, tell us a little bit about the Building Your Future, which seems to kind of be the cornerstone of your initiatives. You know, can you elaborate yeah. on it? And, sure. you know, what are some of the th differences in the lives and students than adults that are seeking a career in the trades? Yeah, so I'll, I'll kind of start out. When we started our foundation in 2015, we started working with the state, like state government. And uh, luckily we had, we had governors who supported this workforce development initiative. So we get a lot of funding and a very strong partnership from the state to do what we do. But um, yeah, we, we have two brands of programming. There's our K through 12 programs that we run, run, which are branded Build Your Future, and then we have our adult programs, which are branded BY, uh, standing for Build Yourself. So um, yeah, the, under the Build Your Future umbrella, when we began, we have, um, gosh, uh, for, for kids in fifth and sixth grade, we have construction clubs that are all over the school. Uh, these are after school clubs where high school CTE students come in and supervise 
after school building activities with, with the younger kids. So great, when shop is not happening within the schools, you're yeah. bringing it back, even if it's after hours, at least you're making sure it's happening in the schools. I, I wish it was more robust. You know, it's a six week program and, yep. it, and it definitely, uh, you know, lights that fire in, in some kids and generates the interest. But um, but yeah, so we do that uh, all around the, the state in 22 different school districts. Uh, we help uh, high school students get jobs in the industry, so help facilitate those employer connections and coordinate like internships and work-based learning for high schoolers where they can actually leave the classroom and work you oh, know, cool. during the week and, and get credit for doing that. How many um, students a year do you impact? Oh man, uh, so in the K through 12 space, last year it was 70,000. Wow, so, 70,000 have exposure? I read, yeah. well, read 40,000, uh, so you're killing it. Yeah, we're, <laughs> um, yeah, because we, we have like a, a group of volunteers who go out to the schools and we have career fairs every, you know, every week there's multiple career fairs that we're coordinating and uh, we have like booths, you know, yeah. like, like this that, that are branded with our, our programs. We have in 13 locations around the state and so we're constantly out there, constantly meeting with people and really engaging the industry and, and leading that effort and telling their story, you know. That's incredible. Um, I I know for myself, if I was to be a child that age and be, you know, kind of given this idea of what my future could have been, other than, you know, I'm, I'm sure a lot of us grew up being told that we could do this, this, or this, not really being told you can get in the trades, um, you know, and make a fantastic career out of it. You're, yeah. you're, you're actively filling in the gaps that we're now seeing in, in the workforce and the loss of people in the trades, your, your, uh, your next generation of kids are gonna be filling those gaps. Yeah, it's I mean, it, it's so important. The, I mean, you, t you touched on it earlier with yeah. the, with the re reduction in, in uh, you know, we don't have shop class anymore. Right. Uh, and limited number of students who are in CTE programs. So there's gotta be something to turn that light on for kids. Like, I had my, I mean, my dad was, was, you know, really hands-on. We had a wood shop in our garage. So, I mean, I, I was using every kind of saw and sander when I was in fourth grade and I had that exposure. So it was, you know, it was always something that, that I knew I, I kind of gravitated towards. So right. I went, went towards shop classes in high school and did that. But I was also on the college path and became a civil engineer. So I, I wouldn't have had that, that opportunity otherwise. So I, you know, everything we can do to uh, just turn that light on for kids. Uh, it's so important, yeah. you know, but it can't stop there. You know, it, it's the opportunity that then is to go into adults. There's plenty of people experiencing poverty, experiencing homelessness, um, you know, dealing with, with uh, criminal backgrounds who are incarcerated, things like that. We got to help them too. So we, we have our youth programs and then we have our, our adult programs where we're really focused on, on helping people as well, just, just improve their lives. Do you have a success story that maybe sticks out in your brain for either an adult or even a child that you feel like, wow, and we, we've talked about this too. You know, we know sometimes our footprint is small, yeah. but if we can make an impact on one person, then we feel like we've done our job. And so oh, yeah. do you have one of those that you want to share? I've got a bunch. I was thinking about that before this, you know, and um, there's, so we, we usually, in our, in our adult program, we get like 350 students per year through the program, and it's growing. It's gonna be bigger next year, but um, there, was, there was a guy who went through our program, his name was Austin, and uh, uh, you know, he, was, uh, he dealt with some uh, a background. He had, sure. uh, uh, was you know, dealing with poverty, uh, had jobs that were leading nowhere, and he went into our adult training program um, just a really like strong leader in the program, great personality. Just, uh, I mean, it seemed like he was going to be successful, but we didn't know didn't sure. know what what his path looked like. 
Um, anyway, he graduated from the program, went into the plumbers union, and he's just been killing it. He's doing great. Awesome. Um, now, I'm actually meeting with him today at four o'clock and, oh, and just uh, talking to him about where he's at, you know, with his career. But he's he's just he's really doing great. And there's there's several stories like that that we have. But um, that's like 90 percent of why I do it. I just love seeing people succeed. Improve, yeah. Like, you well, know, build a better life. And and this you're, you know, I, our industry is a vessel to do that. Yeah, you're you're opening a door for people that have a lot of doors closed on them. Yeah. And I think that in itself is going to propel them to want to prove who they know that they could be or who you know that they could be, yeah. you know? And again, filling in the gaps in our industry um, because everybody deserves the best shot in life. Everybody deserves a second chance. Yeah. And, uh, that the world needs to see their their strengths and the best way to do that i think is uh building communities which tradespeople literally do yeah absolutely i totally agree yeah um so let's talk a little bit about this really rapid changing job market and yeah. also the technology and the training you know how do you ensure that your training aligns so that when people do maybe even your adult program step out and they're going to work for someone they're prepared and they're ready yeah, you know, it, we're, we're at such a, a, a neat inflection point right now, I think, with innovation. When you think about AI and quantum computing and everything that's going to be coming down in, in the future, as an organization, we really embrace that. One of our core values is innovation. Um, we, we partner with uh, Transfer Technology on, like, VR headsets and yep. try to incorporate that into our... Gamification. Yeah, into our, into our training program, so they have that. We have, uh, we have VR headsets and, like, consoles where that, that are mostly like equipment operations. Yeah. But uh, we, we have a set of that in our office and we just every day ship that to another school so kids can get on and, and put on the goggles and run equipment and do that. That's um, yeah. And then we go, you know, help them set up, set that up. And that our, our state department of transportation actually helped fund that. So that was how we were able to get that Amazing. and loan that out. It was really cool. Well, yeah. and part of that is meeting people where they're at, yeah. right? And and with technology and, uh, you know, my kids, they know it better than I do. And I feel like I'm pretty tech savvy, but I look at how they're learning today. And so making sure that part of that's closing that gap is really yeah. important too. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I, it, It'll be interesting to see the future though on tech and, and innovation. I mean, I, I just want to remain agile and, and uh, you know, continue to embrace it, it's, yeah. it's so important, we can't get stuck. So what does the future look like for your organization? Well, we're right now we're in the process of expanding. So we um, we actually started a, a new group called America's Construction Talent Network Action. Okay. And so like right now we're expanding into Kentucky, okay. but really looking to expand, you know, more, at least regionally, maybe nationally. But, um, you know, I, I think I haven't seen a lot of like comprehensive uh, strategies like what we have from, you know, kind of cradle to grave on how are you going to, uh, you know, comprehensive workforce strategy strategy for our industry. So we want to expand that. Yeah, I think that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I think if uh, on the funding part, um, I think if your vision and just continues to blow up for obvious reasons, um, m maybe hopefully other states and provinces, North American wide, yeah. Um, will adopt this and start putting more funding into such a, a you know, desperate area yeah. of, of our industry and our world, right? I think, I think you said the right word. I mean, you know, like here in Indiana, I, I get involved with some, some economic development efforts in the state too. And 
um, you know, just here in Indiana, you don't think of Indiana as a booming state necessarily if you're, you know, if you're from out of state, but, uh, but we are, you know, and, and so in the last uh, two years economic development, we've generated 50 billion in new commitments wow. from businesses to relocate to build facilities here. So that's a huge number. It was a bigger number than we had in the, in the previous 11 years. Sure. So, that, so th we have a state economy that's growing. We have an aging workforce of yeah. average age of 50. And, and then you got the, this challenge of your younger people aren't, don't have the exposure. They don't have the confidence. You know, we need people on, these job, on the job sites who are safe and prepared. Otherwise, you got safety issues, and, right. and uh, you know, so. So we have a lot of people that are either one trucks, a small businesses. Yeah. Um, how would they connect with an organization like yours to, you know, connect with talent? Because a lot of people will hear, "I can't find anyone," yeah. or I, I, I'm, "I'm struggling to get the right person." Is there ways that people can connect with your organization to do that? Yeah. So, like on the, uh, we have an ambassador network on the oh, on so the K through twelve side. Yeah, 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 I know, and and. So those are uh, volunteer opportunities to go into the schools oh, great. And, and to talk to students, attend, participate in career fairs, things like that. Uh, we have employer partners who hire high school students. And then on the adult side, it's really employer focused where every week we, we bring in a new employer to talk to the students. Our, we, we typically have like three classes going on at, at, at a time. So in different locations, uh, you know, each location may have 20 students in there. And every week we try to have a new employer in talking to the students, talking about what their company does, what their story was, how you got into the industry, and what it, uh, what the opportunities are after you graduate from the program to work for them. Then uh, on the last day of class, it's right. more of a congratulations, here's your interviews. Awesome. And so all those employers that might, you know, it might be five or six employers who are there to just interview the students yeah. and make job offers. Well, we've been seeing, seeing more of the signing days for the trades, which I think is great. It's yeah. also showing that, I mean, that's such a great accomplishment for so many people that have worked really hard yeah. to get that place to be able to sign to say, I've got future employment that's going to happen. I, I do think that, you know, since 2015, when we kicked off the workforce program, I've seen a, uh, an improvement to the perception issues around our, our industry. I don't know if you all are seeing that too, but bit. It, you know, slowly, I think it's a, it's getting a little better, and and some of that dialogue is improving a, a little bit. But you know, yeah, we still have ways. I think it's going to be forced um, to a point where if if we're losing tradespeople and people um, stop building our communities, yeah. they're going to have to. The world is going to have to recognize um, the importance of tradespeople and blue-collar workers. Yeah. Um, and I, I believe that we are getting to a point where uh, you're seeing either a deficit in respect or, you know, the heights of it. Yeah. And I, I believe, you know, we're we're working on our way to the the heights, especially you know yeah. with programs like, you know, these these little kids coming up swinging hammers is uh, is going to be huge for yeah. the world. Yeah. yeah. Well, and we talk about it from a brand standpoint and a manufacturer standpoint. Um, this is not something about brand building. This is not something about yeah. who can do it better. This We need every single booth in here to be joining this force to make sure that people understand the value that's brought and that we need to educate and get more people into the trades and bring that awareness that's going to happen. So it's one of those that, you know, as a, a partner, we need to make sure that we're doing that. So, and, and you know, it's like, it's all of the opportunities that exist out there too. You were talking about those independent contractors, the one man shops, like, you know, it, especially with our adult programs, we have a lot of people who may have been entrepreneurs in their background, sure. which may have led to them being incarcerated. So we've got a lot of entrepreneurial minded people uh, and a lot of people who want to be 
entrepreneurs. They want to be those independent contractors. It, it, uh, what I see a lot of is a lot of people who say they want to flip houses and that kind of thing. That's always sure. popular. You might see that on TV, so that's what you want to do. But um, I do think there's a huge interest in an opportunity for those independent contractors to tell their story, to talk about, you know, what 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 it's like to be in it, you know, kind of a one man shop because there's a huge appetite and that's that's the dream for a lot of people, um, you know, on the manufacturing side, being a man manufacturing rep, going into construction sales like what I did, yeah, that's a pretty good opportunity as well. So you know, just not painting yourself into a corner is only promoting apprenticeship. What you know, like I, I don't, right. I, I think it can be more broad than that. Yeah, and I think the work that um, all the influencers and people who have social handles and showing the work that they're doing and showing what really plumbing is on a level in which a lot of young kids are looking at, just like the gamification point I was talking to, is going to start resonating. And the more people that do that, that they understand what it really means, I think that it also brings awareness to that too. Oh yeah, I, I've met so many cool influencers here today. Like just amazing, obviously Twig There's being one of them. There's at least three out there. There's a couple yeah. cool ones. <laughs> I yeah. can't like I guess I gotta get I'm, I'm not on Instagram currently so I gotta get on Instagram oh, now. Oh yeah, you have to get on uh, now. I'm on uh, Facebook and LinkedIn. <laughs> that's about it. So, so yeah, I gotta get on there I'll now just you. so I can keep I'll up. I'll add you. Yeah, You've got right. one follower. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, you know, as we kind of close out, I would love to hear. You know, what do you want for your hopes and dreams for the work that you're doing um, as you know you look into the future. Yeah, you that's know, a big I, question. Yeah, it is. I, I mean, I, I hope that um, we're, we're able to continue to scale, continue to help people, um, you know, build a better life. I mean, that, that's what I really care about. So just seeing more, more success. I, I love what I do. I mean, awesome. it's like 80% of who I am, I feel like, is, sure. the, is the work that we do. It just, it's just su such a big part of my life. So I just want to keep doing it and, and keep hopefully scaling that so, so we can help more people. Well, I... I applaud you for that, and I love what the initiative that you guys are working on. And obviously, with Odie, we will um, love to support in some of the work that you're doing. So we'll definitely follow up to make sure that some of that happens. Oh, and thank you. I'm sure from your perspective, to have someone like a champion like Chris invested in the trades and helping promote the trades is just can't. Uh, to see your passion, um, and you, you, it's very clear that you do love what you do. And I'm sure that when you actually get to see your, the product like unveil before your eyes and these kids light up and, oh, yeah. and, and people change their lives, yeah. I'm sure that that, uh, that feeling, you, you probably can't describe yourself. So yeah. for me to, to sit down and talk to you, is, it's been an absolute honor. Yeah, yeah, no, I, yeah, likewise. Yeah, it definitely charges the battery up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, thank you, Chris. We appreciate everyone. Please make sure, give a round of applause for Chris and my co-host, Twig. <laughs> and Catherine, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks, everyone. Thanks, guys. Yeah, thank you. <laughs>